Joining me online right now, he's not able to make it to the studio, unfortunately, but we have Associate Professor Alexei Moraviov. He's an expert on international strategic affairs here at Curtin University. Good afternoon to you, Alexei. Good afternoon. Great to be with you again. Yeah, I haven't seen you for a long time. Um, another situation has arisen, of course. We're talking about the Sonar incident, which seems to be bringing some political fallout. How? What, what was the situation at the moment in your mind? Look, I think it's quite ambiguous. It remains ambiguous because the key question, I mean, we we need to separate the actual incident and, and uh, which then raised the questions about uh, professional conduct by uh, members of the uh, China's People Liberation Navy, whether they acted in accordance with rules of regulations or whether they acted unprofessionally when they began deploying active sauna in the area where Australia declared to undertake uh, diving missions. And obviously when, when active sauna pins, um, because its primary uh, mission is uh, to search underwater objects such as, for example, submarines, it can create traumatic effect for fish or any, any any human life in the water because it makes you feel incredibly uncomfortable depending on on the power of that of, of that pin. Um, so there is this element, but the bigger element is, well, what was Canberra's official response and reaction to it? Because the incident occurred at the time when our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, had opportunities to engage directly with uh, China's um, uh, China's Xi Jinping, and and the fact that uh, Albanese refused to say or make it very clear whether he raised the incident with his Chinese counterpart when he had the opportunity of going face to face with him uh, or not, well, that kind of really you know, puts puts a big question mark about the way how the current government in Canberra uh, conducts its uh, approaches to China, because clearly, and, and that's been very, um, uh, very obvious from the outcomes of the state visit uh, to China a few weeks ago, that um, the Australian government wants us to, uh, uh, to regain confidence in being an important trading partner uh, in the eyes of the Chinese, given the fact that China is our largest trading partner. But at the same time, we find ourselves in a situation of dancing at two engines at the same time, because whilst we're talking business with China, whilst we're talking trade with China, we also talk security and defense with the United States and Europe, where China does not appear to be the good guy. Uh, on the contrary, we, we discuss how to contain China. Mm. Um, so, you know, we, we, and, and, and I think that kind of puzzle of trying to, uh, you know, make business with a country that we're supposed to be concerned about is in terms of our national security and defense somehow translated in the way how Canberra currently responded to this incident as a result of which, just to remind our listeners, at least one of our sailors uh, sustained an injury. And obviously, incidents like that, like this, do create pretext to be interpreted in many ways, uh, including worst-case scenario when it could be interpreted as an attack on Australian worship. 
Yes, it does seem that way, and I think people are a little bit disappointed that it wasn't brought up uh, by our Prime Minister. It's a sensitive area, as you mentioned, because we want, we're trying to make, you know, things okay with each other for trade and that sort of thing. But this is a very big security issue, and I do believe, tell me if I'm wrong, they were in international waters at the time, were they not? And what made them think that there may have been a submarine there? Isn't there a way that they could differentiate between a person underwater or, or a submarine? Before they did that, well, uh, they were they were not in the international waters, uh, oh. as far as I understand. HMS Tsuwumba was operating within uh, Japan's exclusive economic zone, but it um, uh, it officially um, uh, notified uh, the authorities in the region uh, or in the re- area that uh, the ship would deploy divers to undertake underwater missions at that time. So I think the Chinese who deployed their uh, warship to apparently monitor the activities of the Australian uh, vessel were well aware that um, divers were in the water. So I think when they were, uh, when they have deployed their active sonar, they were not actually searching for for submarines. I think they were actually Mm. trying to make life of Australian divers feel uncomfortable because um, uh, China and Japan have ongoing territorial disputes and I think the Chinese are trying to uh, assert their presence, influence and claims through a number of ways including coercive actions. So to me it was one of those uh, blunt demonstrations uh, on, 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 on part of the Chinese that of their uh, uh, sort of intent because we can uh, that sort of kind of approach uh, to to simply demonstrate well yeah we we don't like what we do what what you do you may exercise freedom of navigation you may exercise uh, freedom of action uh, which falls under international maritime law but it would be up to us to determine whether we like what you do or we don't like what we do um, and and obviously, they don't look at Australia through the same lens as what they would be looking at actions of the United States Navy. So I think uh, perhaps um, to, to some extent, even that kind of form of appeasement that Albanese government uh, was using on China, and I think the Chinese understood it way too well, that we need China more than China needs us, translated in the way how they acted towards our uh, our, our sailors when they would probably thought that okay we'll do something we'll we'll try we'll poke but it's unlikely that australian rule would actually get on its back feet and start boxing us because they want our business yeah of course look you do mention here and it's, it seems quite relevant that china still perceive australia as a participant in the AUKUS security pact and a hindrance to its ambitions for dominance in the indo-pacific region now who would have given instructions to the captain of that ship to do what he did would he have made that decision or would he have been you know would it have been suggested to him from a power higher than him Look, um, I mean, it depends on the situation. Normally, when, um, uh, when, when, when captain can decide on unilateral action if he or she believes that um, uh, she may be in danger or at risk or, uh, from, from a third party, then they can take unilateral action. I don't think the actions of the Australian frigate posed any no. direct risk or threat to, to a Chinese warship, so... 
my take on it is that uh, the commander of the Chinese uh, warship either received instructions, I don't think he acted at his own accord because something like that has the pretext of being interpreted as the international maritime incident. Yeah. So he probably got a key to probe um, uh, Australian divers by deploying non-lethal form of of power pressure because sauna is, is not interpreted to be is not considered to be a weapon no no i get but that just yeah. like with some lasers on board or other other devices mm. they 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 hazardous uh, they create hazardous effects and i think the chinese were, were going for for that so they can kind of um, uh, stay in this ambiguity zone saying well we didn't we didn't deploy depth charges. We didn't bomb the, your divers. We were just doing our routine exercises um, in search of mythical submarines. Yeah, you know, uh, while being fully aware that. Um, yeah. Um, Australian sailors, sailors were under under the surface. They must have realised when they made the decision, or the captain made that decision, that there was going to be an incredible international reaction to this. So, what is the likely political or other fallout from this incident? Do you think we can expect? Well, I think we lost the momentum. If this uh, attention would have been brought immediately to um, um, uh, to the Chinese senior leadership, especially if the prime minister would have spoken about it, uh, even though the Chinese war would have probably reacted in a, in a defensive way by simply saying, you know, we did nothing wrong, it is you guys, or I'm unaware, etc. But at least they would have been, they would, they would have been made aware that it's not okay with us to do something like that. But as far as I can understand, uh, Nothing of that uh, nature was actually undertaken, and perhaps some representation was made, um, 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 you know, by means of inviting perhaps the Chinese ambassador to the Fed and giving him some sort of a yeah. talking to, but I don't even know whether that actually occurred. Uh, uh, I assume that that at least should, should have occurred. I, I, I think the Chinese sort of really to confidence that they can continue to uh, and engage in hazardous actions against the Royal Australian Navy because at best we would use use media and would simply say, well, that's not was very nice of you guys. <laughs> and the Chinese can come back and simply say, well, who cares? You know, we yeah. didn't do anything wrong, prove it that it was us. Mm. So what do you think? Is there going to be escalation of hostilities? I and mean, that's the worst case scenario, I could imagine. Well, not not over this incident, but I think this incident, incident in its own right demonstrates uh, that we are firmly on the escalation pattern. Even though our relations with China may improve vis-a-vis uh, -vis, uh, trade, tourism, uh, economics, finance, uh, um, um, student exchange, it doesn't necessarily mean that China will continue to look at Australia as some sort of a benign, um, 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 you know, neutral nation that is a good place to visit, good place to invest, good place to spend money. Uh, China will continue to look at, uh, at Australia through the prism of, of AUKUS. And uh, once we'll start seeing arrivals of U.S. and British submarines to HMA Sterling and perhaps other facilities, 
whilst uh, um, we'll, we'll, we'll be hearing news that uh, first house of Australian future nuclear-powered submarines uh, were laid up, uh, the rhetoric uh, from Beijing, I think, will just get harder and harsher, and so would their actions vis-a-vis um, our Navy, vis-a-vis our merchant marine, and vis-a-vis our international interests. So we need to be ready for it. I'm not necessarily suggesting that we'll end up at war with China, but we should be prepared and expect, unfortunately, more incidents like that occur in the future, especially when we don't see an effective comeback and a firm comeback from the government. If China wants our trade, if China wants our goods, if China wants our resources, they will buy it. You know, incidents do happen in relations between the two countries. But when, I'm sorry to say, do a lot of sucking up in in a desperate attempt to to keep the trade relationship going, uh, and uh, then you kind of, you know, take a very uh, soft pretends not, not it's not a big deal sort of approach when incidents like what we're discussing yeah. uh, just now are happening well you're not really creating a teachable moment you're effectively indicating to the other side of your potential weaknesses and and effectively say that's okay to do something like that yeah we it's, wouldn't mind it's like a form of bullying isn't it alexi well, it is a form of bullying. Yeah, exactly. International relations, especially in times of geopolitical crisis, is, is a manifestation of bullying at the state-to-state level. Yeah, very true. Well, we'll watch it with great interest and see what happens in the future. We do always appreciate your input and we thank you again. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Great pleasure. That's Associate Professor Alexei Moraviov. Curtain update. He's an expert on international strategic affairs here at Curtin University. Radio